Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 315. I'm recording in a little bit different spot today. There are cars going behind me, and pretty close by there are some tree uh, tender people who are uh, trimming it and have one of those shredding trucks nearby. So hopefully none of that will be uh, in the background and making any noise, but if it is, uh, that's why. I don't really have anything uh, super important to talk about this time, so I'll just be doing some uh, general rambling, I guess, <laughs> about what's going on, uh, what I've been doing uh, since I don't have any money uh, to get games with, you know, what have I been doing, and just a general uh, life update, I guess. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So I guess the big news to talk about this time is Christmas just happened, and I have a couple of cool, nice Christmas things, both of which are wireless headphones, which is kind of funny. One is the Logitech G530, I believe it is, a fancy gamer headset. It is very good. It's not super noise-canceling. It does have the cloth uh, ears, so some of the noise will come through more than uh, with the faux leather ear cuffs that some have. So if you want super noise cancelling, they are not the best for that. They are, however, I suppose average because cloth ear covering is much more common than the faux leather ear cuff type. Sound is pretty good. They are 40 uh, millimeter speakers, which was something I'd kind of forgotten. Because my last pair were, uh, I believe, like 52 millimeter. And the size of the speakers will, of course, impact the volume. But they are plenty loud. I do have to put them louder than my previous headsets in the um, control panel. But I've never gone above, I think, 60% of the maximum. So they are plenty loud for everything I do. Wireless headphones of this type do require a dongle, which for most people is a USB dongle. I don't think I've ever seen one that isn't USB. But if that is a concern for you, you know, you're prone to losing things or you're worried about how would you carry it, that is something to watch out for. I do have a hard shell I keep my headphones in, so it's pretty easy to just put the dongle and the other uh, things like like the charging cord, uh, you know, all together in that one spot. Speaking of the charging cord, they do last an amazingly long time. Um, I would guess they probably would go the full 15 hours they say they would. I usually charge them up again around 12 hours, you know, just to be sure. They will run while you're charging them. The point of having wireless headphones, you know, is to have them wirelessly. It is pretty much just like a wired connection if you are using them while they're charging and connected. So it's not too much of a pain. But, you know, why have the wireless, you know, if you're not going to use them uh, as wireless? But the charge also doesn't take too long. It takes about 
an hour and a half if they are turned off. Uh, maybe a little bit quicker if they are turned on. And as I said, you're using them and you're charging them while you're gaming. That will be closer to about two hours for a full recharge on that. So it is a fair bit longer if you, you know, are using them at the same time you're charging them. But it's not so long, uh, it's intolerable. Like my last pair of wireless headphones was the uh, PlayStation Gold, which now is probably pretty old. I think they would have been about four or five years old by now. But those only lasted something like four hours, and it took about that long to charge them. And that was with a plug. If they were plugged into the USB connection, it would take even longer. It would take like forever to charge them. So the new Logitech one is super good, very long battery life, really quick to charge, and they are amazingly light. I, I don't even know how they are this light. They are at least as light as my regular headphone pair, if not lighter, which is kind of mind-boggling. I was expecting them as wireless to be, you know, kind of heavy, because they typically are, or have been in the past, uh, very heavy in comparison to wired headphones. The second pair of wireless headphones I got, uh, I'm not entirely sure on the uh, the brand and the model number. I will put that in the show notes on the website, of course. But these are earbuds that go in your ear, and they are wireless, and used for connecting to, uh, you know, your tablet or your phone across Bluetooth. And these are so amazingly good. Oh my god. Amazing quality, but these are actually the best uh, earbuds I've had uh, ever. I've only owned like three or four pair, but these are by far uh, among the best pair. And, you know, like I said, they're wireless. I don't know how long they will last. Uh, They're supposed to last pretty long. I think I let it go for about a week, which I don't use them a whole lot, but that was probably about five or six hours And you don't know how much charge there is, because it just has the one little tiny light that shows if it's charging or if it's on, and then that's it. It doesn't show, like, any kind of battery indicator as to how much battery you have. So you kind of have to mentally keep track. So that is kind of a downside. But they did come with this little tiny case, which has a couple clips, I guess, if you want to clip them on to something, and the charging cord, and the The case is rigid, so it's really great uh, protection and a thing to carry it in because it's exactly the right size for all the things. And it's a pretty small case, so that is really great. They are magnetized on the back of the headphones, which is kind of funny. But it's really cool because then you just clip them together, and if you're like, you know, you got them around your neck and you don't want to, you know, have them on, you know, being used at the moment, you can pull them out of your ears clip them together, and then it's looped around your neck. It's not going to fall off. So that is really cool. I have not noticed an increase in battery drain. I haven't really uh, paid attention to my battery, but it does seem like it's about the same amount uh, as normal, uh, you know, with a regular wired headphone. I'd heard using the Bluetooth will burn up the battery, but I guess it's not that bad. I don't notice any difference So these as well, I would rate really high and highly recommend these as well. The Logitech gaming ones I would recommend, but only if you need uh, wireless. You know, that's kind of a question. Do you need wireless headphones or not as a gamer? You know, if you have the option, it's always nice to not have to deal with the wire. You know, you're flicking it all the time. 
I have actually forgotten, uh, you know, how often I'd flicked it until, you know, I don't have it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I, I'm trying to flick it even though it's not there. And I haven't even used it uh, at school yet. I'm still on break. But at school, I'd be sitting on the ground, and that's when it would be, you know, the most often in my way. So I expect it would be, uh, you know, even more noticeable once I get back to my regular routine. But if you are at desk, uh, like I have been, I've been at the library uh, during break, and I've been sitting upright at a desk, I don't know if it's really critical to get wireless if you are on a desktop system, because usually people can push the wire again to the side and it's not in their way. With a laptop, you're kind of forced to have it right in front of you, you know, going along sort of the same path your arms do. So I don't know if it's really critical uh, for desktop users, but for a laptop user, if you do have that safe space to carry around the charging cord and the dongle, it is definitely a worthy investment. Like I said, since I am super poor and don't have any income, there's really not much else for me to talk about. I guess I could say recently I've watched uh, all of The Handmaid's Tales. Uh, Both seasons are at the local library. Picked them up. That is very cool. It's a very different tale about an apocalyptic future uh, where people are having trouble giving birth. Uh, Something has gone wrong with uh, genetics they haven't really explained too many details but most people can't give birth anymore they're sterile or they give birth and the child uh, dies very quickly so it's had this sort of super religious uh, cult I guess you could say sort of come into power and they've taken over America and so it's all about the handmaid who is a person who can give birth and they are sort of Uh, given slash controlled by the families who are in power. It's a very interesting, sort of different post-apocalyptic view of the future. Because it's set, I believe, just a few years after sort of this takeover slash extreme changes happened. So there's still the rebellion in the other countries. You know, they don't agree with it. They're not quite at war, but everybody's sort of afraid of each other. So it's really interesting because we're following a character who does remember uh, the old world. Most of them do, because it has been just a few years. But she's having this fight between, does she stay in the bad area, you know, because her child is there, or does she uh, try and escape? It's pretty interesting. You should check it out. Like I said, I got mine at the local library, so your local library may have it as well. I also watched The Happy Time Murders, which is a very strange... Uh, Muppet movie, Uh, not the Muppets, quote-unquote trademark. Uh, You know, they are Muppet people, fabricated Americans. But they are all super adult and dealing with adult-type issues and topics. It's pretty funny. Uh, If you are into sort of adult humor and you grew up, you know, with the Muppets, you should definitely check it out. It's pretty funny. Again, I got that at the local library. They have pretty much everything. So that's uh, pretty awesome. I have kind of stopped playing Destiny 2. I don't know uh, when I will stop again completely, but I have lost interest greatly in continuing play. Just the more I think about them wanting, you know, 40 or 50 bucks for the base game every other year, 
and then you know 35 or 40 bucks a year on top of that just doesn't sit well with me you know something like elder scrolls online where it's not you know 100% required you know but if you do want the newest stuff you know you do have to pay i i get i would guess about 30 a year you know something like that i am totally happy giving them my money because the stuff you get is all new content it's new stuff to do it's new dungeons it's new areas Sometimes new monsters or classes or features. Destiny 2 really hasn't done that. They've just kind of given you this little teeny bit more. And then you're just grinding for pretty much 95% of the stuff you already had. Since I upgraded to the Forsaken, pretty much all I've done is, you know, get that new set of gear and then upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and upgraded. For like 100 light levels, I've still had the same thing. So I don't know. If I'm going to be grinding for a thing repeatedly, I don't want to have to be forced to pay, you know, basically 100 bucks a year to do that. That just is not right, and it's not fair. So I have lost a lot of interest in uh, playing Destiny 2 lately, because for that money, you know, I could get almost two other entire games. I mean, that this year, 2019, would be Anthem, a whole other game, and probably also Far Cry New Dawn, you know, a whole other game. So why should I sacrifice two whole other games just to keep playing Destiny 2 and grinding the same thing over and over and over and over? I have kind of gone back to Path of Exiles, which is a free-to-play game, uh, in a Diablo 2 style. It's a lot freer than Diablo 3, so if you think Diablo 3 is a bit restricted in the classes, you definitely want to check out Path of Exile. It's a lot freer. It is quite a bit more complex, though. It will take you a while to figure out you know, how the classes work and how the skills work, because the skills are not actually tied to the classes. They are just tied to your base attributes. So any... Uh, class can use any skill. You just have to meet the requirements. And so classes are more of where are they on the passive tree. And the passives will give you different bonuses to different things. So somebody like the Huntress, as example, is over on the dex side of things. So if you want something that's going to use, say, intelligence or strength, you're going to have to build you know, specifically towards that and look for items and gear that have that stat on it, because it's going to be harder for you to build it. It's sort of a way to give you some passive abilities, like extra sword damage or extra damage to spells, while tying in your sort of stat increase uh, as well. So that's why I said it's you know pretty complex. I would really prefer they have those systems you know entirely separate, have stats just be something you buy, and then have the passive abilities, something else you buy. Having it on a tree and forcing people down these certain paths, you know, like I said, it's overly complex. It requires a lot of building, uh, you know, specs. Do I want to spec this way or that way? Because respecking is extremely difficult. You only get a few points. You can't just be like, boop, and then respec everything. Uh, they don't let you do that. So if you're into uh, sort of spec building and, oh, I like this ability and this ability, let me rework my character and, you know, sort of start over and then uh, try out this different uh, path. 
then it is probably a game worth looking into. And like I said, it's free to play, so uh, you may as well. And, you know, honestly, once you get that first character high enough level, uh, you get to a vendor where you can pretty much buy all the skills. So then you just buy the skills and the gems, and you put them in your bank, and your bank is shared between all characters. And then, you know, your new character has those skills you want, and then it's just a matter of leveling them up uh, as you go. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Uh, I think uh, my account says I've played about 120 hours now. Not just since I recently came back this uh, most recent time. Because I'll play uh, pretty heavily uh, for usually a few months and then I'll stop for, you know, eight months or whatever. Because what I'll do is I will play in these seasons and what Path of Exile does is every now and then during these seasons they will change up some... Uh, major feature of what it is so it's getting new content and changed all the time so it changes some aspects of it the core gameplay is still pretty much the same but like now they've got this immortal syndicate thing going on so it's a bunch of like super spy people and they will sort of invade your uh, regular zones with this uh, basically it's a train of stuff and then they're guarding the train and you want to smash them in the face and then you either uh, make a deal with them or interrogate them they will give you information about the other members and then eventually you'll find their hideout so that's like a whole thing added on to the base game that is just happening for this season may or may not uh, be in future seasons like the last season I played in I don't know if it was the last season uh, that they changed things but there was this sort of beast hunter uh, spin on things and you got traps and you had to go and you had to fight the beast and when it was a certain amount of health or lower you had to throw the trap on them. It works out okay. It wasn't great. A lot of the feedback they got was that trapping the beast was problematic because you were fighting them and then you had to stop fighting and if you missed it you would accidentally kill them. So now uh, it has been incorporated into the base game, but changed. You no longer do the trapping. Uh, the special beast NPC training guy will come along, and he'll be like, hey, let's go get the beast when there's a beast uh, in that zone. And then when it gets to the certain you know low life point, he will trap it. So you don't have to worry about trapping it. You don't have to worry about accidentally killing it. So they've taken something they tested out uh, in one of the seasons, Improved it, changed it, made it better, and now it's you know permanently part of the game. So that is something I really like about Path of Exile. You know, they, they try stuff out, they change it, they tweak it. And I like going in uh, with the new season, seeing what's uh, brand new and seeing what's changed from before. And I am kind of into, you know, doing different builds and seeing, oh, how can I make this character uh, do this thing? And what do I like and how do I want to change it? It is free to play, uh, so there's no reason why you shouldn't if you're even remotely interested. And it's really light on specs. I have no problem at all running it on my older laptop. So it's not like it takes a bunch of power to run. So that is really cool. You know, a lot of people on older systems uh, can play it and enjoy it and have quite a lot of fun. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha! 
The following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Stephen B. and Benjamin C. for the most generous donations. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip, arr, hip hip, arr, hip hip, arr. So I guess that's really it uh, for all the rambling this time. I am struggling pretty badly. I have a really horrible cold. I've had to pause uh, probably half the time I've been recording because I've been coughing uh, terribly. Cough and congestion will not go away. It's kind of really terrible. I have no money uh, and things are coming due very rapidly. We're going to be on you know, their, their car insurance payment due in February. Of course, there's gas every week. That's like eight bucks a week. And it is literally freezing cold uh, in the mornings, so it's not a good time to be without a car. And of course, there's bigger things like my contacts. I'm on my very last pair of that. Uh, I do have one emergency pair, which is uh, super old. But, you know, in a couple months, these are going to be old as well, and that is not the best. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. So any help and donations you can send would be super, super greatly appreciated and needed uh, now more than ever so I can pay for the things and hopefully I can find some, uh, you know, part-time uh, stuff that is uh, paid surveys. done that a few times in the past. I have two uh, coming up in January I might get, but I don't know. I've missed a lot lately, so it seems like I'm not getting calls on those. But I always, you know, try and cross my fingers uh, for that. But hopefully everybody out there is not having a terrible time like me. I don't know what I'll talk about in a few weeks. But hopefully I'll see everybody then. Key thanks, bye. So if you're into that, uh, definitely check it out. Like I said, it is free for the tour. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at 
rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2019.